Hello, and welcome to another edition of today's Money Mindset Moment. It's in these moments that I like to help you to reflect upon ideas that are shaping your mindset about money. And today we're going to dive into your core beliefs. Now, core beliefs are really strong beliefs that you consistently hold over time. And they actually help to inform your perspective and worldly views about unstated rules about how the world operates. Stay tuned to learn more about how your core beliefs are shaping the way you spend money. So everyone dreams of living a life of abundance, but here's the harsh truth. Having a higher income doesn't guarantee spending wisdom. And your toys may eventually suffocate you financially. Are you there yet? In fact, 8 million people earning over six figures are actually living paycheck to paycheck. But it's time we change that for you. Welcome to Budgeting Brilliance, a podcast for busy career-focused moms feeling stuck between mounting credit cards and cars. I'm Shauna Lay, a family budgeting expert specializing in tools that corporate moms can use to change their perspective of budgeting as a necessary evil to being an empowering tool to make smarter decisions. If you've been looking for a budgeting network focused on more than just frugal living, you're in the right place. Stop letting your finances dictate your life. A psychological study published in the Journal of Financial Therapy back in 2011 characterized people's 72 money-related beliefs into four distinct categories or patterns. Now, three of these were actually belief systems that were significantly correlated to a person's income or their net worth. Now, the outcome of the study indicates that if you reflect upon these, you could help to identify money beliefs that can have a negative impact on your financial health. So the first distinct money pattern or core belief that the study identified was money avoidance. Now, this goes back to that money is the root of all evil. We've heard it before. Those who hold this belief about money feel that money is bad or it corrupts people. People that have this idea subconsciously think poorly about accumulating money or actually poorly about people who are wealthy. And sometimes people with this money avoidance idea feel that they don't deserve it or they fear the dangers of having money. But not surprisingly, these people tend to have low incomes and low net worth. Hey friends, I'm pausing real quick just to let you know that if you need help on budgeting, savings, or getting out of debt, check out the free resources on my website, sanitycents.com. Back to the show. Number two is money worship. And, and this is really a worshiping that money is going to solve all your problems. So you cannot wait for that elusive windfall. And if only it could happen to me. These are the people that are always just wishing and wondering, but not really doing anything beyond that. Number three, money status. So as you may think, these people feel that money is a measure of one's success. 
So how do you equate your own self-worth or someone else's self-worth? Is it based upon the money that they have or the success that money has given them? People with the money status kind of attitude are always in a constant pursuit for material possessions. And I think that this idea can also lead to someone being unfulfilled and, and potentially unhappy due to that constant pursuit because they'll never find it, right? They'll just go further and further in debt. And of course, we all know that debt has a whole nother stigma associated with it and what it does to people's attitudes. So the money status individuals see money as being the key to life. Now on to number four of the studies categories of money patterns and core beliefs is money vigilance. Now I thought that this word was a little odd, so I kind of looked up the synonyms for vigilance and it's it's really just being attentive, being alert to your money, making sure that you strike a balance. So people with this attitude They don't really share information about their wealth and their income, but they also don't spend it foolishly either. This is the one that the study, of course, said that this is where people probably should try to strive for. Now, in addition to the four that the study found, I think that there's probably others. And one that comes to mind as a core belief about money is that money is meant to be spent. I don't know about you, but I've known people over years that just love that immediate gratification of what that possession can do for their psyche. You know, this phenomenon is also experienced by people who have experienced life-threatening situations or a critical illness. Once someone goes through trauma and they feel like they could have missed out on something, they tend to be more carefree about their spending and have that money is meant to be spent. You know, I don't want to wait for the rest of my life because I may not have that opportunity, right? Now, within this category are also those people that because money needs to be spent when they get it, they constantly struggle with having enough money to pay bills on time or setting aside savings. Another core belief I think that the study may have missed was money is scarce. So that scarcity of money causes people to hoard it. You constantly fear that you don't have it or you're going to lose it or you're going to need it in the future. Hey friends, I wanted to pause real quick to let you know about a special Facebook group that I have specifically for you. Career Moms Focused on Budgeting and Financial Success. So in this group, you can feel safe to ask your most pressing budgeting questions without fear or rejection. So head on over to my website, sanitysense.com, to get your link to our private group today. But regardless of where you may fall in any of these six categories, I'm not here to say that one is right or wrong. It's really just bringing awareness that your core money beliefs have an impact on how you relate to money. Just sit down for a moment and ponder, what are your core beliefs and are they serving you well? Are they empowering you? Are you finding yourself being limited by them? Furthermore, 
What type of legacy are you going to leave behind for your kids due to the core beliefs about money that you are sharing with them? What kind of experiences or memories or feelings would they have if they were to reflect upon memories of you and how you interacted with money? So just take some time today to think about that and reflect upon it. But here's what else I would like for you to do. Let's take a moment to identify how your core beliefs are beneficial. What are you grateful for that you do today with your family's money? Also, take a moment to think about what money belief you would like to change, because I'm sure there's always room for improvement. Even if you don't change it completely, what idea do you have that may could be tuned down just a bit to bring more balance into your life. Now, I'd like to leave you with today's money mantra. It goes, I challenge limiting beliefs about money and choose empowering thoughts that support my financial growth and future success. So repeat after me. I challenge limiting beliefs about money and choose empowering thoughts that support my financial growth and future success. So I hope today's money mindset moment helped resonate with you today. Don't forget to stop by SanitySense.com to download free resources like the Budget Starter Kit, 100 Ways to Save More Money, and the Debt Calculation Workbook, and to join the free community and get your key questions answered. Also, I'd love to hear from you. Are you liking the weekly show? It truly helps new and upcoming podcasts like mine to be shared more. If you would leave a quick five-star review to let other people know about how this podcast is benefiting you. And I'd love to keep in touch. So stop by SanitySense.com and let me know if you have other topics that you would like to discuss or if you would just like to chat. Budging doesn't have to be difficult. You just need to be intentional. It'll get you on that next step forward for your family's future success. So take it to the next level by continuing to budget brilliantly. Until next time. So friends, I hope you found value in today's episode and that it encouraged you in some way to take an action towards focusing on your budget. If you would like to snag some free budgeting resources like a quick starter kit, debt elimination workbook, just head on over to my website sanitysense.com that's sanitysense c-e-n-t-s dot com and if you like today's episode please consider leaving a five-star review so you can help others find this message and get the budgeting help that they've been longing for too so here's to budgeting your best life <laughs>